Good morning, everyone. Yeah, it's my second Dharma talk in here. And it is the first week of April. And in one Buddhism, April, we call it the month of enlightenment. Because 107 years ago, our founding master Sotesan was enlightened to the truth of the universe in April 28th. And he described his enlightened truth as the truth of Irwansang, the one circle image behind myself. And one Buddhism is originated from his enlightenment. So in other words, like without his enlightenment, there would be no one Buddhism and no one Dharma center and you know, no one Buddhist service and no one Buddhist teachers. Maybe now you, Reverend Yu becomes like a father Yu or sister Ginger, <laughs> like that. So everything couldn't be happened if he wasn't enlightened. And about 20 years ago, when I was a preliminary minister, I really wanted to attain the same great enlightenment that Master Sotesan attained. And still, I'm eager to do it. And it has been the biggest motivation that I walk on the path of one Buddhist minister. However, as you know, it is not an easy job. You know, even enlightened masters and teachers seem to have a different perspective about enlightenment. For example, someone says that it is nothing special and each and every moment is the moment of, moment of enlightenment. And the other uh, master says that uh, it is very big and special moment in which a big convergence suddenly happened. So for me, though I'm not enlightened yet, I have my standard of enlightenment, and it seems very clear to me. Since my Dharma teacher is Mr. Sotesan, I follow his instruction. And in our principal book, he taught us how to check out if one is enlightened or not. In our principal book, in part two, Doctrine, chapter one, the principle of Iransang, the red book. And he told us how to check out the enlightenment. So let us check it out together. He said that when one is enlightened to the truth of this one song, there follows the awareness that, this is important, the entire universe is one's own property. So he said that if someone is enlightened, he or she will know that the entire universe is your own property. Do you think like that? And he keeps going on. He said that this sentence is what I like the most. The one song, uh, if you are enlightened, 
All things in the universe are not two, but one, although everything has its separate name. And he told several more sentences, but I cannot cover it right now, so let me give one more. If you are enlightened, the principle of birth, old age, illness, and death is like the change of spring, summer, fall, and then to winter. And those are the example of the standard of enlightenment. So now you have listened to the standard, and do you think that you understand what is said, or you think that you're enlightened? Yeah, you don't need to answer. <laughs> you know. So for me, those Dharma words are my standard of enlightenment. It gives me the direction of enlightenment, but at the same time, it is a standard of my practice as well. For example, when I have a conflict with other person, I remind those Dharma words to myself that all things in the universe are not two, but one, although they have different names. And, and then I ask myself, we are not two, then why do I hate that person? You know? Of course, it doesn't always work. Sometimes I like, okay, all right, I, I'm done. We cannot be one, you know? I cannot accept it. I would rather be separated from that person like that. However, in that kind of moment, in the deep status of my mind, I still keep reminding myself why I and that person are not two. So that is how I utilize Mr. Sotesan's enlightenment in my daily life. And I haven't had a special or dramatic moment of life ex exchanging uh, experience so far, or it might have been happening so gradually that I cannot even recognize it by myself. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting what Mr. Sotesan said in the scripture book, but sometimes I feel like it is too far away that I cannot attain to it in this lifetime. Anyway, no matter, no matter whether I'm enlightened or not, as long as I keep trying to follow the teaching, my practice, and my life as one Buddhist worth, I think. Even though I'm not enlightened, I can still practice because I think that attaining to the realm of truth and applying the truth in my daily life can be different matters. For example, one of the things I play for fun is solving a Rubik's Cube. So I think that solving a Rubik's Cube uh, is somewhat similar to the process of practice. So when I had the Rubik's Cube at the first time, so I didn't know how to solve it. 
So I tried to figure, figure it out by myself. And I just wanted to create uh, my own patterns, not depending on the pre-existing algorithms. However, just right after three days I purchased it, I just gave it up, you know. I realized that even though years of time, that kind of a long time had, had given to me, I realized that it seemed impossible to figure, figure it out by myself. So after I realized that, I learned, what I did was that, I learned the algorithm on YouTube. And then I could solve it. So to solve a three by three very basic Rubik's Cube, uh, I needed to practice and memorize about 10 algorithms. Then when I completely mastered it, I could solve four by four, five by five, and six by six, and even seven by seven. So I'm pretty much sure that if I tried eight by eight, so I could do it. Because solving a bigger Rubik's Cube doesn't require to learn the whole new algorithms. Just the basic 10 algorithms, algorithms are enough to solve three by three or seven by seven. And it worked. So I learned a lesson from this experience. It is that although I don't even understand the principle completely, still I can apply the algorithms and it will bring the same result of success as long as I apply them in exact and correct way. I think the same is true in our practice. So though I don't fully understand what Mr. Sotesan was enlightened, just following his teaching exactly as he explained is enough for progressing my practice. So as I learn algorithms of Rubik's Cube one by one, then I would learn his teachings one by one as exactly as he meant. Then I believe that my practice will progress naturally while I keep trying to follow his teaching. And I would like to introduce one uh, algorithm of Dharma that I'm working on for a long time. And one of his teachings that I have kept in my mind for a long time is the fifth item of the essential dharmas of daily practice. It is, it is, let us turn life of resentment into life of gratitude. So I knew that I am very vulnerable to this part. So I like a couple of decades ago, I decided to take it as my most important algorithm of dharma that I need to keep working on. He said, let us turn resentment into gratitude, and that seems very simple words, but it is really hard to execute. And Mr. Sotesan emphasized us, like, live a life of gratitude so many times in the scripture. And 
let me read the Dharma words re regarding it. He said, Even if one is confronted with a case in which one is forced to bear a resentment, one is to find a source of grace and, by changing resentment into gratitude, one may be able to requite graces. In the past, I have been a one Buddhist from my mother's womb, so my whole lifetime I have been a one Buddhist. But in the past, I used to think that this is a too idealistic philosophy because we even miss or forget graces around us in our daily life. But what he, the Master Sotesan, asked us is that even in case of resentment, we need to find a source of grace and changing resentment to gratitude. I used to have a pessimistic way of thinking. I guess it is because that that was originated from my uh, poor childhood uh, life because I had to go through a poverty and very unstable household circumstances. So I confess that I lived a life of resentment even after I became a preliminary minister, like 20 something years ago. I was still comparing myself to others' life, and at that time I thought that the world is basically uh, unfair and unreasonable. However, recently I found myself that I am no longer pessimistic or resentful. Rather, I found myself that I was trying to find a source of grace even in resentful situations. It was not a sudden moment of conversion, but it just took me a very long time to melt away my karmic negative energy. And when I completed it, I could accept Master Sotesan's teaching as it is. It's, it is interesting because it is still the same sentence, let us turn a life of resentment into gratitude. I recited it so many times in my lifetimes, but before, like, I think I melted my, my karma, I couldn't accept it. But once I completed it, you know, I could accept it. I look, looked at myself, so how was it possible? And I think it was because I repeatedly tried and also my life has been exposed to Mr. Sotasan's teaching and people practicing it, my Dharma friends. So in the morning meditation session, we recite the essential Dharma of daily practice. And I have been a prime minister and minister for 20 something years. So it's about 8,000 times. You know, I recited it, keep reciting it. I don't know from when I could accept it, but you know, 
if you do something like 8,000 times <laughs> continuously, then impossible thing can be possible. So someday, I recited it with kind of a sleepy mind because it's 6.30 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes I was sleepy, and sometimes I did it with my mind wandering around. But someday, I really contemplated that Dharma words, applying it to my actual life event I was going through. So I spoke out those words repeatedly. I, I believe that it purified my mind and spirit little by little. And now those Dharma words are, I, I can feel that those Dharma words are deeply rooted in my mind. So now whatever resentful situation I face with, I can apply this simple and powerful algorithm of Dharma in my life. Still, from time to time, a resentment arises in my mind, but I know that what kind of algorithm I should apply on it, so it would not be a problem. So following those algorithms of Dharma will lead me to a great enlightenment one day, or at least it will keep me on the right track of a practice. So since it is the month of enlightenment, so I would recommend you all to find your own algorithms of dharma that will progress your practice. Then it would be very nice. And thank you for listening.